What's going on, HVAC crew? Welcome back to another episode of HVAC R&D with Ryan and Dennis. Happy to have you guys here tonight. We had a, we both had some very interesting weeks and weekends. We got a lot of cool stuff to talk about. Um, so yeah. yeah, let's get going. Let's roll it. Yeah, come on. so glad i thought of that song god almighty <laughs> now that was funny when you came in trying to work on that all morning <laughs> I was like, what is this so so yeah dennis came into the office this morning with a song in his head but he couldn't figure out what it was and yeah yeah i was <laughs> i got up this morning singing um of course singing in the shower everybody does that right and I thought I was singing like three different songs. I'm not it drunk enough a, for that image. Yeah. <laughs> I was singing uh, some Almond Brothers, Midnight Midnight Rider. And uh, hey, you know what? You stole my sound. I got to do the time capsule beer. Oh, nice. <laughs> so good. Ah. Uh, so yeah i was it there's there's two versions of the song greg almond does his own version and then the almond brothers but i come into the branch and i'm humming this uh and everybody's like what the hell are you singing like i hear it in my head but you're not hearing it nobody's nobody's picking up what i'm laying down so um about three hours later and uh seven thousand songs searched on uh spotify i found it <laughs> so it was midnight rider I- i'll drop it in here and that's well and that's funny is that's what you thought it was the whole time you just were confused by which version it was that's right i was like i know that's part of i was man i was going down i was looking up heart i was looking up I knew it was from the seventies, but, uh, so also had a listener call me. Um, yeah, had a listener call me and, uh, got us straight on our golf bit. So that was Robin Williams that did that. That was not the puppet ventriloquist guy. So it's It's okay. So then it was Robin Williams. Yeah. I think it's, it's kind of old. Um, well, Chris and but, I watched, we watched one of his or part of one of his older ones that I'd never seen before. Um, somebody put it on YouTube a couple of weeks ago and I think that's the one that it was in, but I could not remember for the life of me if it was him or Dunham doing it as one of his voices. I'm like, is that all you called me for? <laughs> He's like, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's not Jeff Dunham. It's Robin Williams. I'm like, 
All right. Appreciate it, man. Uh, nice. See, that's what I'm talking about. HVAC crew, call in to the show, whether it is live or during the day. Let us know. So, once again, thanks for listening. Uh, headed to the beer store is doing pretty good, actually. Yeah, um, I think it has had our best first week of any episode so far. So, thanks, guys. So, that gentleman that was in that voicemail... On Friday, when did we release Headed to the Beer Store? I think what day Friday? was that? I can look. Hold on. Was it Friday? Episode list. No, we did it on my birthday, on the second. Thursday. Happy birthday. Yep, riding turned 40. Yeah, that's what we told everybody at the party this weekend, <laughs> but we'll get there. <laughs> so he, call, he texted me and he said... Um, well, I sent him the, he didn't, he, he doesn't listen to the show, but he probably does now. Um, I sent him the, uh, just a link and he said, dang, I'm famous. I'm like, yeah, you're actually in the, in the show. And he said, you know what? Me and my son-in-law were headed to, uh, a dove hunt, like a 10th annual dove hunt. And we were listening to this show and dying laughing. And I said, you didn't hear the uh, the voicemail? He said, no, we cut it off before we got to that part. So he listened back. Oh, geez. And he's like, he said, God, that's hilarious. He said, I was relieved, man. Yeah, headed to the beer store. I to get a shirt it. with that on that. I love it. To pick up some hitchhikers. Hey, speaking of that, um, we also got a, uh, we did get an Instagram started and... Thanks for riding. Good yeah, job, bud. You're welcome, guys. Dennis <laughs> handles editing and all of that stuff. So I'm trying to handle the other part because I know he has a lot of work to do on that end. So he tries to handle that and I try to take care of as much of the social media stuff as I can. Um, and I have kids and riding doesn't. <laughs> well, he's true. got Riker snoring in the background. Yep. He's always snoring. Um, but no, we, uh, we might have made an interesting connection on Instagram that we're going to work on, but we could see some really cool stuff coming um, with merch and maybe some other things. I don't know yet. It's in the works, but it sounds cool. Yeah, we got to try to hook up with them. All right, so I guess we need to start with what we're drinking on. Uh, I'm still I'm still in the same boat. I haven't got out of it. You're still on I'm the still, hitchhikers. I'm still picking them up. I think riding is secretly sponsored by Modelo. Is it Modelo? <sighs> yes, it is. Yeah. I wish I were. That'd be great. <laughs> so I'm actually drinking. Uh, you know, I'm a I'm an Aldi alcohol guy. So I'm drinking their Monterey. Oh, that's not a bad beer, man. It's not. It's, it's like not their version of. It's their version of Corona. Um, yeah, it's not bad at all. It's not twist off, so it can't be that bad. It comes in clear bottles. I don't know what they cost, but uh, yep. Appreciate Aldi for the off-brand beer. Well, I don't know if it's off-brand. It's just not around here. I don't really know how that works with Aldi. I, I'm not. Those brands are just. I've heard they're just kind of up north, maybe. Like all their chips and stuff, crackers are 
It's just not shit we know. And it's not it's not I've, Doritos. Yeah, and I've not I've not spent enough time up north to know. No. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry everybody. No yep. disrespect. I will take their four dollar wine and their Monterey fake coronas. Any day of the week. The stocks are uh I don't they're really mixed, want to talk man. about the stocks, man. <laughs> they're God. mixed though. They're mixed though because freaking this past week AMC announced the biggest Labor Day weekend box off office since like 2018 or something. Yeah, I'd like to see it go up and without meme. Well, driven. well and see it's it's gone up. Let's see. It's gone up I think 6 bucks this week, so it's back almost. It's over $48 again. I've seen some stuff saying they think it'll get to 65 tomorrow. I don't think it will. If it does, awesome. Uh, typically Fridays, you know, the last, uh, year are usually in the can. So I don't yeah. really have my hopes up for what it'll look like tomorrow. And then, uh, old G Nuggy is up to almost yep. $23. It just keeps trucking on up ever since. Yep. If everybody would have bought some of that when we first mentioned it, <laughs> you'd have been doing pretty good. I got still got some meme stocks, BlackBerry and Wish. I got Wish going. It keeps getting mentioned on Wall Street bets, but now what exactly is it? So Wish is you haven't you know you haven't ever heard anybody buying something off Wish. It's like a uh, uh, how do I explain it? No, it's mostly a prime engages now. in the operation of an online marketplace. So. Prime now. It's just a bunch of online shopping things rolled into, I guess, Wish manages all of it. <clears throat> Headquartered in San Francisco. I don't know. I guess I guess you could say like an Amazon, but I don't, I mean, similar to that. But it's seven bucks right now. But they keep talking about just trying to run it up. It's fifty-two week high. It's thirty-two dollars, and it's seven dollars right now. So, and, so you, and but ones like that, it's like, what? What do you do? Do you just buy them at seven just, and hope just, they run it back into the mid thirties in six months? Yeah, Which is, I guess that's technically what we did. What I did with AMC. I yeah, bought we bought these was, things yeah. low. Well, we bought it, or I bought it when it was running the first first time earlier this year. And then I averaged it down to like 12 bucks and then it just took off. My poor go EV or canoe is just dragging ass, man. No paddle, no paddle for the canoe, (laughs) no paddle for the canoe. (laughs) I think it's got a hole drilled in the bottom of it. Actually. God almighty. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't have any, like, I need to try to come up with some stuff to, put on here that we could buy into you know people could buy into that's cheap but um careful with the old stock advice dennis they may all hate us before it's over god i suck at stock advice well i will tell you once the summer hit and i started taking tech calls i could not keep up with it man no you have to you have to devote some time to it i mean it is what it is. I I can't uh I can't keep up with it, but 
It's when we finally have our, our little bit of breaks in between holidays and stuff. Honestly, I feel like, you know, we did most of our research between, you know, the end of October and February, kind of in our right. slow period. And that's where, you know, everything that we got into at the beginning of the year, that's kind of where we laid the foundation. Because once it took off this year, it took off and it was not stopping until, you know, what we're running into now. But, you know, that's segment number two, which, you know what that means. Yep. You don't want to drop in the. uh... I thought we were dropping in your ad. You sound way better than me. Oh, yeah. So we're going to drop in the EGIA plug. What's up, HVAC crew? Dennis here from HVAC R&D to talk to you a little bit about the ultimate educational experience for the contractor. As you know, I'm on the training side of this industry, and I can't stress it enough that you can't miss this event. As you know, we partnered with EGIA Contracting University to support them on this highly anticipated event. Epic 2021 will take place at Paris, Las Vegas on the iconic Las Vegas Strip, October 28th and the 29th. It will feature celebrity keynote presenters like Damon John, John Taffer, and those passing zone guys. Breakout sessions delivered by legendary industry experts, access to the best in class product and service providers, dynamic networking opportunities, and an unforgettable evening party at the top of the Paris Las Vegas. And of course, me and Ryan are gonna hook you up with $50 off when you go to RD50 at epic2021.com. That's RD50 at epic2021.com, and we hope to see you out there. Yeah, come on. All right, and welcome back uh, from our regularly scheduled advertising. Yep. As we go into the next part of the show today, um, post-stock advice. But we thought we'd, you know, talk a little bit about shortages again, because that's everyone's favorite topic. Um, Yeah, and this is, like uh, I said, this is, this is a little more on your side. I don't get to see, I have trouble at the the branch keeping up with what we're running out of, what we're low on. Um, Every once in a while, I'll jump up on the counter and try to run a ticket, and I'm like, wow, we don't have any PVC pipe. Okay, guys, like what you don't have any three-quarter pvc <laughs> like, yeah it's no i don't man uh what else can i get you <laughs> i know it's it's been nuts. flex no can't get you that either <laughs> but no i had a guy today um uh, can i get a, a box of 10 inch and a box of 14 inch flex and i said nope and nope you want the splice collars He's like, <laughs> no no i guess i guess can't do that no, Can you use two fives. I know, right? <laughs> no, it's been such it's been so weird. And I swear, you know, we keep having setback after setback to you know, we just had another hurricane roll through, you know, the deep south, which, you know, everything for the really for the bulk of the manufacturing in, in our industry is coming out of Texas and, and northern northern Mexico. So right. If, it, if things weren't slow enough already, you know, they keep having things like that slow things down. You know, we've already had an instance of, I can't remember if we talked about this or not, but about two months ago, you know, we were completely out of three-ton air handlers. Toast. Didn't have anything. Right. And we had 30 
They were coming to Charlotte. Oh, I don't know if we talked and about that. I don't think we did because at the time I really didn't want to talk about it yet because <laughs> we hadn't got out of that hole. <laughs> Which luckily we're out of that hole. But yeah, you can't make have, this up. But we have another. No, you can't make this up. I mean, you know, as if things couldn't get any worse. So this truck was supposed to show up, I think, Thursday or Friday. You know, we didn't see it. We didn't have a phone call from a trucking company or anything. You know, and then it's, you know, Monday, Tuesday. Where the hell is this truck? And right. about that time on Wednesday, early Wednesday morning, we got an email saying that something had happened with our shipment. And when we opened it, it was a picture of five uh, or five pictures of a tractor trailer incident. Another yeah. tractor trailer ran into the back of the truck transporting our air handlers and stuff for other distributors on the way to us. Yeah, there was some outdoor units on there. Absolutely destroyed the entire truckload. Oh, he was asleep. Like I, he I mean, ran all the way up in yeah. the back of this truck. Yeah, it was ridiculous. There was <laughs> air handlers carnage all over the road. Yeah. I mean, you think about it, you know, these things are 53 feet deep. And I know one guy was like, well, I mean, is there any way you could get, you know, can you salvage any of it? I said, is well, the first one good? <laughs> you know, you know, think the about this. on the end it, there? Yeah. It, this, this truck that hit it in the back took 53 feet of steel, aluminum, and copper and compressed it into 10 feet in the back of the other truck. No. Oh yeah. There's not. You're not saving any of it. It's done. So our the, the guy that works for us that's over the kind of the equipment and getting it shipped around and everything. I was sitting next to him when he opened it up for the first time, <laughs> and he was like, "You have got to be kidding me." Yeah. He's like, "Look, what do you think this is?" I'm like, "That looks like our air handlers." He's like. Yeah, it is. He was pissed. And it God. literally, and I remember when they showed it to me, I was pissed for like five seconds. And then, dude, I horse laughed because like you said, you can't make that shit up. Nah, can't you make can't, it up. You can't. <laughs> I mean, we were, we were, I mean, 30 air handlers, right? Like we needed them like it was our last breath. <laughs> yep. And we just watched it get stomped out of us violently <laughs> yeah it was like a crime all those pictures it was like a straight crime scene it was just air handlers laying everywhere outdoor units ripped off tops ripped off yeah what, uh, what a nightmare so you know fast forward two months so now air handlers aren't a problem now it's the heat pumps we've switched problems now I'm, i had indoor problems now i got outdoor problems <clears throat> and so I, I put on this note here and you, you can hit on this however you want, but you remember the episode where we talked, we talked about building a partnership with a distributor and not buying 12 different brands. Cause that's what the homeowner wanted. This is, this is where that comes into play. hundred percent. Um, you know, I've got, you know, I have a, a group of, of customers that are, you know, our biggest equipment movers in, in most of the state. And, <clears throat> you know, we we are literally down to where we know 
based on, you know, the business we've done within over the last few years, we roughly kind of know what to expect, even with a little bit of growth. So, you know, we literally have got things allocated down to the percentage of how much equipment they technically buy in some cases, just to help make sure we're staying on track. You know, I'm very happy to say that, you know, I can only think of even despite all the headaches we've had and we have had a crap load that we just don't talk about. And I don't talk about because you really can't. Right. Um, You know, the amount of things we have done to make sure we made things or made ends meet for customers is just shy of astonishing in a lot of ways. So, you know, definitely really have to thank the guy like, uh, that was sitting next to you when he opened that picture, but also, you know, our entire branch team and everybody else that helps us. If they did, if it weren't for them, none of this would happen. And yeah, you know, I mean, that, <sighs> we could have easily just sold. And I think, I don't know, I guess most supply houses were doing this, but we could have easily just sold out every time we got it in to just whoever walked yeah, through and, the door. But, and that's, you know, and that's the thing. And, and, you know, and even some of these bigger guys, they're like, you know, if I give you a PO for this, can I just buy all this right now? And that's, I've told, the biggest contractors in Charlotte. No, we can't do that. Cause it's not fair to the other guys that are also trying to make a living. Cause it's not right. Um, you know, I've listened to certain manufacturers in the city are literally only selling to, you know, their top, top, top people. Like they've cut off even the, the normal size guys. I mean, it's getting cutthroat for some distributors already. I just, I just couldn't imagine what it would be like right now. In the field. I mean, I don't know. You know, I would, I've never been in that situation talking to a homeowner. I think the difference is, are they calling around? Are the homeowners calling around seeing who's got it? Oh yeah. They're doing it like crazy. Um, but also, you know, in your case, you, you would have a good advantage in the field right now because you understand how to fix a lot more things than some people do. And that's, you know, that's something you and I have talked about before and we've done it the last few episodes, maybe not so much the last one, but the ones before it is, you know, there's, yeah. we are hitting a point right now to where, you know, guys are going to have to learn to fix a ding here and there that we find when we open a box, you know, if it's new, there's also going to be times where, buddy, you might have to figure out how to make that thing get through another two months, whether we want to or not, that we get something to do or some yeah, cases, just two months, six fix months, them, <laughs> fix them. Um, you know, they're cases, always repairable, man. I've, re- I've re- repaired some stuff that had no business being repaired. Um, and it got like another year. I mean, we, I mean, I'll, I'll never forget repairing a, of course, uh, this, people don't do this much anymore but it was an old ream unit it was the old casket and the compressor leads kept burning off and uh the old you know the old compressor repair kit with the lugs on there and i uh i put them on there and i'm like man you know we'll get you through one more summer then we got to replace this thing and as i'm riding the bill in the garage the terminals blow out oh, God. <laughs> and it's just spewing refrigerant out of there and he's like that don't sound good he's like what is that and i was like you know what that sound is that is a free estimate that's what that sound is 
<laughs> that thing is done for sure. I cannot replace that. Or <laughs> I can't repair that. I'm not putting a compressor in it. But yeah, it just had enough, you know, amp draws just creeping up over the over time and she gone. But yeah, we gotta have to start uh fixing a leak here and there, you know. Factories have their leaks. Everybody has them. Brand new equipment, you know, one year old, two year old. Um, now there's some stuff's not repairable, you know, cracks on a reversing valve or, you know, a body, a brass body. I mean, we, yep. we, um, stuff like that, but you throw a valve in it, you know, of course the, the factory knows all this is happening and they're trying to work with us on helping guys out giving them some labor and then circling back, you know, and replacing equipment or something like that. But <clears throat> yep, we've ran into a few instances of that. We kind of had a, a bit of headache with a couple of coils in a row in one week. It seemed like every single day was the same one. And now we've not had any of those issues for the last month, but it was like that one week and just bam, bam. That's the way it always is. Yeah. You get them. They fall in a certain serial number or something. Yeah. That or, or it's just, you know, <clears throat> we talked about mini split hill week last time. There's every contractor has a hell week once a year. And I'll tell you one of oh, my, yeah. one of my big guys had that hell week a few, a few weeks ago. And that was those coils <laughs> headaches we talked about. My Lord, what a nightmare. But then, you so know, we got some, I was yeah. going to say talking about shortages, you know, the other thing too, that, that continues to be one. And I know contractors are seeing it. We're seeing it as a distributor is freaking labor. Um, Oh God, oh that's gosh. a whole other episode, man. It it is. Um, I don't even have a Zaxby's anymore. Yeah, it just closed. Just they took the sign down already, but they're not opening back up. No, it's over. But you know, we talked to, or I talked to, think about it last week when I had to make a run to, um, our parts distribution for the country, and there was just nobody in there. Um. No. So there's a little, we got a little more update this week and they're, I think they have, you know, they're, they're a good hundred people shy of what they really need to run that place, which I mean, we're, you're wow. hearing this all, you're hearing this all over the country, but what's even crazier is they said, you know, on average, they're hiring 15 people a week, seven to eight of them never show up for the first day. And then another five to six quit within the first half a day. And they, so they're lucky if one makes it out of the 15 a week, they hire. That I mean, does I not fix I'm just missing something here. I'm <laughs> missing something like, you know, I, <laughs> I haven't been without a job since I was 15. Like, Nope. Ever. Um, and my son, my son's 16, you know, he was asking me, me and him were trying to, trying to analyze it and see what's actually going on. He's like, I mean, if I can work, I'm going to work. I mean, I don't understand. I, it's, it's, I mean, I get, I get the sitting at home. Man. I get the sitting at home when you're getting, if you make, if you're getting all this money or it's either that or minimum wage, right? I get it, but. These jobs that pay 18 bucks an hour, 15 bucks an hour, you know, I don't know. 
you know, 15 to 20, somewhere in that range, like, there's nobody. There's nobody applying. There's nothing. Nope. I mean, we can't get warehouse people. We can't get counter guys. What are they doing? I mean, how much are they actually drawing? Like, I, I, I really don't know. It doesn't make sense. Like, is it all just going to be overnight? A switch come on and everybody just starts going back to work again? Or is this the new norm? Well, and didn't I thought the additional... I mean, I thought all of it was over. I thought the additional all of it ended the beginning of September. I thought that was over. But... Yeah, in South Carolina and Colorado, like, they, they shut it down a long time ago. But I'm in South Carolina, and I mean... Our favorite little wing spot downtown, it's tiny. It, it literally has two cooks. You know, you walk in, it's kind of a to-go place, but there's like three tables. It has two cooks and one waitress. She runs the whole floor, which is like four tables, and they're back there just frying up food. And there's two teenagers back there cooking. It was literally closed on Friday because they didn't have enough people. There's only three that work there. Jeez. And we're like, what? I mean, it hurt my heart. That's the best wing place we got. And I'm like, my God, now what? <laughs> yeah. Um, Guys, if you're listening, you're in South Carolina, and your kid needs a job, call the wing place. Yeah. Contact them for more details. <laughs> it's terrible, man. Uh, Corey got his braces off today. So nice. he's stoked about that. So he's like, I was like, what do you want to eat? And he's like, well, there's a mod pizza right there. Let's, let's go over there. I'm like, all right, sweet. It's a good idea. No, online only. All the chairs are put up. Of course, this was North Carolina. Um, uh, yeah, there you go. And I'm like, uh, all right, bud. That's it. I don't know where to go. Everywhere's dry. I mean, we, we, we literally couldn't find anywhere to sit down and have lunch. So, I don't know what the answer for that is. <laughs> Honestly, don't think kids like him are working right now i don't think that gen i think that they, generation they is they really don't want to most of them you know the parents of those kids are you know my age and we didn't grow up that way so i don't know where it, the the disconnect came there but uh he works, you know, you need to work a couple days, learn some work ethic. You can't learn a work ethic after you've got out of college. No, you can't. Like, it's too late then, <laughs> I think. But No, I agree with that. They want to focus on school. They want to focus on college. They want to focus on this. And then all of a sudden they get a job. Now what? Yep. It's real world time, and they're not ready. No. So... No, I applaud so we got you, some uh, you always supporting Corey to work, which I couldn't ever say. I couldn't see you ever not doing that, you or Tracy. But yeah, and he, you know, we he turned fifteen. It was like uh, we got to find you a place to work, man. Get you some money coming in. He's like, okay. And uh, you know, the only the only work ethic he really had around the house was chores, and uh, of course he he listens so. Stuck him in the pizza place, and he took right to it. He's done, moved up. He, you know, he started at minimum wage, and now he's at almost ten bucks. 
in a year, so they're moving him up. He's obviously doing something right in there. He, I know he loads my pizzas up when I order them. He hooks me up. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and you just stand next to the other person in line like, I know a guy. <laughs> I, I know <laughs> a guy. We ordered, uh, went to my neighbor's one night. We were having a little party, and we all ordered. Um, so they do like a little personal, like an 8-inch, where everybody just orders their own thing. We had like seven of them. Corey texted me. He was pissed. <laughs> he had to make them all. And uh, he hooked them up, though. Everybody's like, good God, there's a lot of toppings on these things. <laughs> it's like, well, I kind of know a guy. So, September got some training coming up. I've had some uh, contractors reach out to me about some furnace troubleshooting training. Um. And that's another thing I like about this state. Well, doing work in North Carolina is there is, we've talked about it before, With the, there's no continuing education needed. Nope, not anymore. So when I get somebody setting up training, um, riding just typed a note that said he is going to get a second beer so now it's just it's just me and you guys um he's out of here all right so when i get guys that call me and want training they literally need training they want training so it's full-on engagement um so i've been getting some requests on some uh furnace training so i've got a couple furnace boards i built um i do have a couple running furnaces that i've tricked to think they've since flame so they'll come on and run and uh go through a system you know go through a cycle did you get your beer man are you yep, back i did all right I did. all right where well, he's good to go yeah good to go did you tell everybody i had to leave yep <laughs> told them it was just me and them oh there it is Old hitchhiker. <laughs> it is, and I'm drinking Monterey. So on Thirsty Thursday, Thirsty Thursday. So yeah, I'm excited about the training. It's going to be at at the at a branch in the warehouse. Um, I did do something a little different to my uh, running furnace. Of course, I don't have gas to it, so we don't need to be running that in the warehouse back there. But I connected a regulator, gas regulator, piped it in, and I've ran nitrogen to that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, so I got half pound, half PSI going in. I don't know. It didn't work like I thought, but it does work. So <laughs> I wanted to be able to fire the furnace up, gas valve opens, right? I've got it tricked to think it senses flame. And I want a guys to be able to see the gas pressure and adjust it. And, you know, especially the, the one furnace I got, it's two stage, setting that up. But it's weird. I've got to turn the nitrogen up to 40 PSI. 
going into the regulator. It comes out of the regulator normal, like 12. Um, and of course, then the gas valve regulates it on down. But man, I was dicking with that thing forever trying to figure out what was going on. Um, You're, so, dude, it's, I, yeah, I have it's to interrupt crazy. you. I have to yep. interrupt you just because your creativity always astounds me. You always find a way to figure <laughs> out how to make your training stuff do what you want to do to teach what you want to teach. It's impressive. Well, I mean, setting gas, gas pressure seems simple, right? But, I want guys to go up there. Like I said, this this is going to be like 12 guys in, at the branch. Um, I'm actually mixing some companies up. Not going to be the same company. But, you know, three guys from one company, three guys from another, two, four, you know. And being able to fire the furnace up and check the pressure switches and close the vent off and see what happens, see what codes it throws, like that's to me that's a training class uh everybody knows that's that's what i like to do the powerpoints is is up there just to keep us on track but i want to see something run I, you know this furnace board i got where all the lights come on for sequence operation like you can see the light bulbs go off when these guys watch yep. that thing work um once they realize everything on that board is literally a full furnace I, I just stripped out of a furnace and put on a board once they realize that they're like damn this thing's not that complicated um so yeah i'm excited about that that's next week i got tuesday and thursday nice I'm supposed to be doing some inverter training too i think which we're gonna i like be, i think we're going to be doing inverter training for round three with another guy I swear he cannot find the right one right now. <laughs> Poor dude. Yeah. We keep getting the call from a company. He can't. Well, once again, he's trying to build a company and getting these guys. I mean, I don't know. These guys will, I don't know. It's hard to get me and Ryan. were talking today, building a, an HVAC company service guy, Install guys and growing is extremely difficult, man. Yes, it is. Because it's not it's not cutting grass. It's not edging and blowing off driveways. Like it's just different. It's it's skilled. Um you're in home you're inside of a homeowner's house. That that changes the dynamic right there. Um how you have to act, talk you know, I mean, it's just. Well, the other thing it's, too, is, it's tough, man. The other it's a lot of it's hard work. You've got to get along with the guy you work with, because it 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 is a you know installing, one hundred percent is a team sport, and if your guys oh, and yeah. your crew don't get along, it's 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 a recipe for disaster. Yeah, they're up in the attic or a crawl all day every day together just um you know and the lead guy wants the helper to just know everything right 
Um, the way I looked at it is you got to train him up as soon as you can because that's he'll help you the best, you know. But when you get him trained up, he needs to go to lead and get his own guy, and then you train another one. Um, if you want to stay in install, if you want to go to service, you go from there. But, you know, it's a, I don't know, it's it's quite an animal to uh, to deal with in this industry. Finding, finding young kids or guys that want to crawl around in a crawl space, go in a hot attic. Dude, installing is hard work. <laughs> I mean, I like it. I loved installing, but it is a, in the summer, it's a beast. The best thing about installing was feeling the sense of accomplishment when you got done. Right. And then, but then tomorrow you started over. Yeah. It's like, and then you start over and then you start over. You start, you know, you get, you get four or five years of installing under your belt. You're, you're, you've taken a beating. I yep. mean, it is what it is, but, you know, yeah, he's having trouble keeping, keeping guys. I don't know. And you know, he's, you know, and the headache of it all is they all started what seemed on the right path, but then you started going behind them and it was just, they weren't doing anything that they were supposed to be doing and. If they can't do the job, you got to move on. Right. Yeah, he's and he sells high sear. That's what he's pushing. He's well, that's the future anyway. I mean, you might as well. Well, and that's, you know, the whole basis of his business is, you know, yes, trying to lead from the front in that aspect to be ahead and of the curve. And he's getting guys, and that's where training comes in, man. People don't realize, like, you you go from one brand to the next on high sear. It's different. I mean, I I know the high sear, we, we sell front to back, but I couldn't go tomorrow and just tell you every single thing about this other brand. I mean, I'd have to monkey with the stat, and, you know, the wiring might be different, dip switches, like, it's different. Yep. It just it's just different. It operates different. You know the software is different. So, of course, everybody says uh, you know that's what the install manuals for. But yeah and no, right? Like yep. That install manual. I mean, you can't go out on a job and just start throwing it in and grab the manual. I mean, it's not going to work. You need training on it. Um. They all start up different. You got to start them up certain ways, you know. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how he does. So, we've got to get into... (laughs) (laughs) We we have got to get into the holiday weekend we just had. So, we just got off of... uh, A three-day bender, I mean, weekend. (laughs) (laughs) So the notes say need Pedialyte. Holiday weekend, need Pedialyte. That is a fact. Tuesday, yeah. I needed some Pedialyte. So Not going to lie. Now, let's see. Saturday, we Saturday we actually didn't really do anything. Um, so 
my uh, weekend shenanigans didn't really start until Sunday. Right. I don't know when yours started, so I feel like we should go in timeline here. Friday night. All right. <laughs> Let's do this. Well, no, I was trying to think. What was fr- Okay, so... Friday night for me, or Thursday, well, Thursday was my birthday, so Kristen and I went and had had some fun on Thursday. Um, I was texting Dennis and the guys with cheers them with my drink at uh, 1.30 in the afternoon. Sorry, yep, fellas. While we were at work. Yeah. Sorry, fellas. But you'd do it to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Most definitely. But no, Sheena had a good time, and then... Uh, she baked a freaking ridiculous key lime pound cake. Oh. And I'm sorry. Nice. She asked me if I wanted to bring some to work on Friday, and I said no. I was going to say, was I don't think I saw that. I was selfish. <laughs> sorry, Dennis. Uh, wow. I was selfish. But uh, Yeah, so Friday ended up just doing some driveway drinking with my neighbors. Um. I feel like I drink more when we when we hang out in the driveway. God, speaking of driveway drinking, we did, God, did we did we didn't talk about me and the yeah. You got a new man. Yeah, I got. A, I can't. Did we talk about him last week? I think we did. Okay, well, tell me about driveway drinking. Well, no, I was just gonna say we. Well, you and I did, but did we on the episode? No, I don't think we did. Yeah, Ryan's got a new neighbor that's got a. Also has a uh, schnauzer. Yes, we're schnauzer uh, neighbors. <laughs> Schneebers. Um, he's a he's a mechanical engineer, but not HVAC mechanical engineering. Um, he actually designs assembly lines and assembly line machinery now. That's but cool. Before that, um, he's from Puerto Rico, and he worked for. Hewlett Packard as an engineer in the late nineties and early two thousands and him and a group of three or four other engineers are who re-engineered Hewlett Packard's black monochrome ink that changed and revolutionized how black monochrome was printed worldwide. So once, so once they created that, they spent three or four years flying all around the world teaching every hp plant how to do it as well as all of their subsidiaries that also manufacture for them that'd be a sweet little gig sounds like so yeah he uh he didn't well what's funny is when i when i called you you were outside drinking with him and you were drinking modello and he was drinking mick ultra oh yeah i know <laughs> And I was like, well, that's backwards. <laughs> and then he died laughing. And I was like, this is, see, this is what the world needs. Yeah. I was like, what are you drinking? At? He's like, I'm watching my carbs, watching my calories. I'm yeah. like, yeah, but you're going to drink 20 of them. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He drank a good four or five in the two hours we were hanging out. <laughs> but he also, no. he also rides uh, like bike trails and stuff. Isn't really. I don't think he heavy duty mountain bikes because he's in his late fifties. But you know, I think right. he rides a lot of the trails around where where I live up here. Yeah, I got some neighbors that mountain bike. Man, it it seems like something I can get into. Until you center up with a tree one time. Yeah, 
I actually was really front close. flip down a hill or you know yeah I was really close to buying a mountain bike right when I met Kristen and uh he told me to a, uh, she was an expensive cup of coffee yeah <laughs> <laughs> he told me to buy like uh we got that white water center right and they rent mm-hmm. them and they got nice bikes trek or whatever um he said, "Buy them from them. You can buy them after you know people that just get on and ride them on regular little flat trails, and then they just sell them yep. after so many years." But so yeah, so driveway drinking. Saturday we went to college game day, which mm. is downtown Charlotte. Oh yeah, I, I, you sent pictures. I remember. We uh, worked our way all the way up to the rail at the stage. That was pretty cool. Um, it looked like a uh, straight COVID hotspot down there. It was packed. Straight COVID hotspot. Um, but it was, you know, it was all college. It was uh, Clemson and Georgia. Dude, Georgia was I actually. Didn't, I uh, didn't even watch the game. I don't even know who won, to be honest. I really don't. So Georgia won by a little bit. Um, but, you know, Clemson doesn't have a Clemson Jesus anymore. So <laughs> the quarter, but. Georgia looked good. Their their defense was was really good, but surprisingly, Georgia was really strong down there on the game day. Like we were outnumbered. I say we, you know, South Carolinians here. We were definitely outnumbered. Um, of course, my son's a Georgia fan. My wife's from Columbia, so she's a Clemson fan. Um, and then it was cool. You were a Tech fan. Yeah, I'm a Georgia Tech fan. I I grew up. In a tech household, so Georgia's way out there in Athens. It's like nowhere near Atlanta. So we'd always go to tech and watch baseball. And I actually used to go watch Garcia Para and Jason Veritek play um, baseball. They they end up playing for Boston Red Sox. Oh, but. I had I had a picture of no more on my wall. Old Nomar with I his bat and glove I, ritual. I, I freaking love Nomar. <laughs> I'm still a, I was always a Red Sox fan. Always loved the Red Sox and the Braves. Yeah, I thought that was cool. I we used to go watch them both play and they both went in the same team. Um Yeah, their football is, you know, it is what it is. They're not getting the re, they're not recruiting the players everybody else is. So Yeah, so that turned into a uh we got back from college game day, and then we went down to the pool with all the neighbors, and that went on into about 12 o'clock at night. Um, Sunday, woke up. I don't know what we were supposed to be doing Sunday, but every morning I, I woke up, walked outside. My neighbor come outside with his hair all jacked up. And I remember on Monday we were going tubing <laughs> and he walked outside. <clears throat> we were going river tubing and I was like, you ready for round four? And he's like, hell no. Like everybody was just done by Monday. <laughs> but I think you, you were sending me some pictures of the, uh, what was you on Lake Norman? <coughs> so let's see. Um, one of one of my good buddies is a customer also that we talk about all the time. We were talking about him just a little bit ago. 
but his wife and I have the same birthday. So they were having a party on Sunday. So they were just had us come. So she and I kind of could have our own little birthday together, you know, and, and hang out. Well, that's and cool. Meet some other people. And, you know, they live um, over on the uh, western side of, of Lake Norman. And then their next door neighbor's house is right on the right on the water with the dock, so they literally just Sweet. walk to their ne- walk across their neighbor's house and can do whatever. So the neighbor hosted it so that if we wanted to go jump on the jet ski or anything, we could go do that and just hang out. And Sweet. You know, we were. Let's see. Took a, lot, a while, kind of, for everybody to get there and start to meet each other, and then the drinks start flowing. And uh, by the time we got to cornhole, no, well, actually, excuse me, we actually got to beer, <laughs> we got to beer pong first. Kristen, oh. Kristen went was riding on the jet ski, and um, my buddy's wife said uh, she was like, "We got to pick teams," and she's trying to come up with a team name. And she looked at me and she's like, "We'll be Team Nine Two Fu." <laughs> Nine two F U. <laughs> I was like, "Good lord!" So we set up the beer pong table, but then she and I don't end up being teammates. I hadn't in a while. The last time I played it was the last time I went to the beach, um, with my previous great customers that backstabbed me. I mean, we um, play bucket toss with the it's beer pong rules, but it's bigger, yeah, you know. Yeah. So, anyway, I think I hit four out of six. I sank sank the last one that we won by two cups. Nice. And then, then we moved to cornhole. I think we were two and one there. So not not a bad weekend <laughs> for nine two fu. Not bad. Nine two fu. Dude, she was toasted. Now you you said she was literally turning forty, right? Yep. But I took the rap so that, to try to as as much as I could. I've got was kinda, it kinda, tough for her? Or was she not? No, no, dude. She had a great time. Yeah, everybody. I don't yeah, know. nobody cares. I mean, I'm gonna be forty in February, so I turned. I just turned thirty five. Thirty five. Jesus. I didn't think you were gonna be forty in February. I thought you were gonna be yeah. thirty eight. No, 40. You lie. I mean, I can be 38. That's fine. I swear you just turned 38. No, I'm 39, dude. Tracy's 41. No, she's not. Yeah. I don't believe you. Yeah, I turned 40 in February 23rd. I was born in 82. Jeez. 82. (laughs) So when I tell you I'm 90s, I like '90s. I was literally, oh yeah, in high he, school. He was in it. He was knee mm-hmm. deep in it. All right. Yep. So, tell me what was the rest of your Sunday? Was oh, that was, was what Sunday was. No, because the title of our episode is "Axe Throwing Champion." Oh, yeah. So what? All right. Here. So tell me this. So sun. So Sunday, um, my buddy said, "Hey, I got." a Groupon for axe throwing right at the house. He said, my son's 13 now and he can do it and wanted me to, me to be, or me to bring Corey. It just be like, 
you know, dads and yeah, sons. Heck yeah, that's awesome. So we go in there, and uh, you know, you throw for an hour, or you rent it out for an hour, or whatever. But you have a coach that shows you how to throw. You know, have you been here before? He keeps your score, and he, you know, he works on tips. So he handles your little party there. So we start throwing, and dude, I'm like a natural. <laughs> I'm like, I was crushing it. Um, of course, you which were. I like to throw. I like to throw darts a lot, so it's similar, somewhat similar. Um, Corey picked it up pretty good. Um, my buddy, his son, like I say, he's 13. Like he he thought it was cool. He he was doing pretty good, but so bullseyes five. And three and then one as you go out. And uh, so you throw three and then you move to the next round. You throw three. So I threw um, three, six, nine, twelve. I don't know, th- 21 times and had all fives. Dang. Except for two that hit the bullseye and fell out. Like, they just didn't stick right. And he said, um, he said, man, you throw pretty good. You ever throw before? I said, no, I've never done this, ever. But I've framed houses, so I've swung a hammer. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I don't know where it came from. But um, he said, well, this Sunday, which is this coming Sunday, he said, write your name and email right here. We've got a, a $30 buy-in tournament nice. coming up. And, and I'm like, Sunday? I'm here. Yeah, it's Sunday. What I'm time? in it. <laughs> Three o'clock. Do they take it's, spectators? Yes. <laughs> so my, my family's going. I mean, I don't even know what the hell I'm getting into here. But he's like, dude, you got to come through. He's like, first place is cash. Second place is a, you know, a, a brand new, some kind of cold steel axe or something. And nice. Third, third, third place is like, you know, free rounds to come up there and throw. But, oh, I, I put my email down. He emailed me and said, are you in? I said, I'm in. Fuck it. I'll go. That's awesome. So I don't want to say axe throwing champion yet. I guess we'll see. He said it's an amateur event, so. But, and did I it, think I could literally throw all five. A bunch of fifteen-year-olds, <laughs> dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, and he he opened this little notebook up with all the emails, dude. It was a full sheet. Dang. And of course, they serve beer. They don't serve food. They serve they serve beer. Um. He just keeps a fridge full of a bunch of different cans of beer. Like, he don't have taps or nothing. It's in a warehouse. It's a neat little, nice. you know, neat little business. I mean, it's pretty simple. There's not a lot behind it. Um, but, uh, dude, I think I could literally, I was sticking it in the same slot that I just pulled it out of. Like, I was money with that thing. And you're throwing from like 10 feet. Um, I don't know. We'll see. So, yeah, we did the axe throwing Sunday. Came back and uh, cooked some ribs and uh, 
more driveway drinking. That's just where we're at here lately, man. Everybody's so short-staffed, like, it's just not that fun going out anymore. No. We just try to do stuff around here, you know? We go to the pool or go to the backyard. We had a big bonfire out back. Of course, we went floating down the river on Sunday, or Monday. That was pretty cool. We ended up... Um, now, I was gonna, now, where do you guys... I'm trying to remember what part of the river do you guys put in and go down right there. So we put in at the Lake Wiley Dam, Catawba River. Um, so that you can go, you can look online at their schedule. It shows you when they're releasing the water. Because if they're not releasing water, you you're you ain't going nowhere. You're not tubing. You're sitting. Yeah, I mean it's like inches deep. You know. They opened those gates, and it said from 9 to 5, so we went up there at about 11, and it was it was only like five of us. Uh, my daughter went, my wife, and a couple, couple went, and uh, we got a, you know, we I got a float that I put my cooler in. We had sandwiches. You got, you got a cooler full of beer, you know. You just float down through there. You drop in there and you get out at the, uh, I think it's three miles, maybe, maybe two miles. It's three hours, no matter what. Um, you get out at the, uh, the pump house there on the Catawba river. But, uh, of course you got to play the, uh, you got to drop a car off down there yeah. and then drive back up, you know, but the only my only tubing experience was all at in Deep Creek growing up. Yeah, I mean this is if the sun's out like in the summer it's a little brutal because it's you're not you can't escape it. I mean your ass will fry out there because you're just sitting in a tube. Well, dude, um, talking about frying, <laughs> I know you. God. <laughs> so you know we got home. We somehow managed to get home before midnight on Sunday. I really don't know how. Um, but uh, Monday, we ended up going back over there because we made pretty good friends with our buddy's neighbors and their kid who's about our, who's a little bit younger than me. He's about Kristen's age. Right. And he's like, well, man, me and a bunch of buddies are all going out to, to the island right off where their uh, inlet is. So, do you guys want to come? Well, hell yeah, let's go. Um, yeah. So, <clears throat> we went over there and his his dad's in the middle of buying a new boat. So, all they had was the jet ski. So, we took two trips. Like, me and him took went over first and took all the chairs in the tent. And we set the tent up. And then while I was setting chairs up, he ran back and grabbed the cooler and Chris and everything else. And uh, while I was there, I think there was there was one or two boats that beat us out there, and <laughs> um, I took a one I took a picture of this one chick that literally within the first five minutes, she was already so hammered she fell off the back of the pontoon onto this uh, unicorn float in the water. <laughs> nice. And and then uh, get right to it. Oh yeah. And then you know, on the right on the other side of us is you know the lady playing with her three year old in the floaties that's pulled up over oh. here. So I mean, it's 
I mean, everything, well, yeah, everything's yeah. going on at this one little island. <laughs> right. And, and then, uh, and then I look up and I see this, uh, kind of half covered, uh, pontoon boat putting along, trying to figure out what it is. And then he pulls up and it's taters floating restaurant. Oh boy. And you know, he's got, you know, the flat top and the grill and everything and hot dogs and burgers and everything right there on the water. That's he, sweet, he gives all the kids popsicles for free. <laughs> and, and I mean, we've and, got one on our, we've got one on our sandbar he, that had a, he's in a pontoon and it seems like a pretty sweet little business model. There. Well, he, it's like him and another guy. And you know, the first thing I do is I go make friends with the guys that cook. Right. Um, so one of them, he and I are talking and he's got, he has family that live up Cooper's Creek from back of the mountains where I grew up. Of course he does. Oh, okay. Um, but then, oh yeah. But then they said they run, I guess that part of Lake Norman. And then they also run some on mountain Island Lake, I think. But he, they, they, do like fully they're fully loaded burgers and hot dogs were ridiculous. I know I sent you a picture of it. It was messy as hell. Oh yeah. But their secret is RO's uh like sauce slaw stuff that comes out of Gastonia. I've never heard of it. They only sell it in Gaston County. But dude, huh. that stuff is ridiculous. It's like I'm gotta go find somewhere in Gastonia to go buy some. <laughs> it's a slaw it's some kind of like slaw sauce like mixture it's like huh. a it's like a more saucy barbecue slaw I think but it's stupid good so you know, anyway buddy and, and Chris get back and then one of his friends uh, he says is coming out to the island so he gets there and we help him get his his boat parked and everything and they get, we get their tent up and move ours over towards theirs and everything. And, you know, they're finally, he and his wife are finally just sitting down and relaxing for a minute. And he puts his hat on and I read his hat and it's a company name that I know. Right. Like, HVAC. So, of course, I was like, are you kidding me? Really? Right now? So <laughs> I look up this guy and say, hey, I'm so-and-so. And I was like, yeah, man, I met you eight years ago. He's like, what? I said, yeah. I said, I work for where I work. And I said, I met you eight years ago. You came to, uh, or I, I came to your shop and I invited you and your guys to a, um, kind of a grand reopening. Cause right when I moved to Charlotte, our, our company had just moved to a new location. So we did a grand reopening in the new location. Right. And, uh, I said, you want a TV and a raffle from us. And then you never bought anything from me. <laughs> 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 you know, <laughs> Yeah, like, what WTF? Yeah, I was like, "What the hell, man!" And we had we had a good laugh, and then uh, found out that he had actually taken the TV and turned around and auctioned it off because he had an employee that got diagnosed with cancer, and he gave the guy's family all the money from the TV. So oh, I said, cool. "So I literally said, how can I even be mad at this guy?'" It right. just just wasn't the right time. Maybe now's the right time. <laughs> you know, but it, it, it's so funny how 
this daggum business. No matter what you do, you try to get away from it. Just, you know, like, really? It pulls you in, man. Oh, yeah. HVAC is everywhere. I mean, we joke about HVAC life. It it seriously is. And I'm I'm sure it's that way with any career. No matter what you do, you run into somebody you know or something. But it's just, it's so funny. Um, But no, we, uh, we had a great time. Kristen had a nice. way too great a time. <laughs> God. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I had to, uh, like I said, Monday morning stumbled outside and uh, my neighbor stumbled out about the same time. He was like, I was like, you ready? Round four? He's like, no, I'm not. Not ready. I am on the struggle bus. I swear, I, feel, I halfway feel like I'm still on the struggle bus. Because I mean, I have, I have done the the dirty work of making sure to eat the greasy food to offset all the beer you drank. Right. Yet I've every morning this week I have went to freaking Wendy's and got a baconator sandwich. <laughs> the baconator sandwich. <laughs> I'm probably gonna have a heart attack before I get before that thing looks over. like man, man versus food. <laughs> you were eating it this morning. I was like, my god. <laughs> That sausage patty looks like a quarter pound cheeseburger patty. Dude. Bacon, egg, yeah. I mean, you eat that thing, you don't have to eat until dinner. Right. It is probably 2,000 calories of heart attack waiting to happen. 2,000 milligrams of sodium. Actually, I think it's like 600 calories and about 2,500 milligrams of sodium. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Oh, God. So, yeah, the next time we come back on here, I'm either going to be axe-throwing champion or I am going to be not going back over there. And we are not going to give it away in the title. I'm going to get my ass kicked. One of the two. I doubt it. My money is on DW. Yeah, it's a $30 buy-in. I don't know what this cash prize is. Well, I mean, Thirty dollar buy-in's yeah, decent. Yeah. Well, I mean, now what's the payout? Is it a pay-up or are they paying out just top three? So first place is cash. I don't know what that cash is. And second place is uh, a free axe. And so I might get my own axe to take back over there. That'd be pretty sweet. Third place is just free rounds. When you go come back, saying hey, practice a little more, you might win. Next it's time. almost worth it's almost worth thirty bucks. Yeah, I, I gotta mean, imagine you're gonna get. I mean, if you do well, I gotta imagine you're gonna get a ton of throwing in for thirty bucks. You're gonna get well more than what thirty bucks would have got you. Right, and I don't know if it's I don't know how they eliminate. I guess you, I don't know if it's you know I don't know how the tournament's set up. We'll see. I would almost we'll let you know playing. Now, when those things are set up, are they like side by side, like in pods, or is it yep, just- yep? It's 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 you versus another guy. There's so, two two boards you're throwing at. So yeah, I would guess it'd be one on one elimination, probably. Dude, I didn't miss. I didn't miss at all. I mean, I literally threw all fives out of like twenty five throws. And the guy was like, "Hey, uh, you want to you want to come out to a tournament on something?" <laughs> I'm like, "Sure, twist my arm, take my money." Corey's like, "This is ridiculous." Corey was pissed. I was kicking his ass. 
<laughs> he was trying so hard. He's like, hey, why? What is going on here? Oh, why are you good at this? Like, I don't know, man. I'm just, I don't know. It's natural. <laughs> just naturally gifted. Yep. I got some golf tournaments coming up too. I'm excited about those. God, I, I still. We've got to find a way for you and I to play. I haven't even before this year is over. Just yeah, to see I haven't how even played. I am. We have got. Yeah, I mean Travis got some clubs. Like we got to get together. I know. I still gonna. I I still cannot find my putter. I'm gonna have to buy a damn putter. <laughs> the last two times I've went to the house, I've dug for that thing and dug for that thing. I have no frapping idea where it is. Your dad put it on eBay, probably. <sighs> that or he's got it hidden somewhere so that he can hold down snakes with it. <laughs> he keeps it for oh, there's Cajun a, Joe. Cajun Joe's got a freaking putter next to the to his bed so that if he ever sees a snake, he can grab. He knows where his putter is to put it on it. So he can pin its head. <laughs> Ever since one slipped into my room one night, right when we were moving in, I know he and Ma, I, I think he told you this story. I can't remember. No. So we had just moved. We had just moved into the house they live in now, and we still had you know a bunch of boxes and different rooms that we had to unpack. And Mom kept thinking she was hearing a mouse or something in one of the boxes. And right. two or three nights later, um, dad was turning lights out and going to bed around midnight, usual for him. And he said, he said, I was looking down the hallway and I saw this long black snake up against the wall, just creeping down the hallway. And he's like, son of a bitch. And it, and it, <laughs> and it saw him or it felt him move. And as soon as it did, it darted into my room. Right behind, like my bins of Legos up against the wall. So yep. it's midnight. My my light flies on. I hear Lego boxes being thrown across the room. I'm trying to and I look up once I finally kind of get my eyes open. And Dad's holding. He's holding the snake in his hand. He's like, "See, this is what I was doing." You know, I can't. <laughs> I don't even realize what he's doing. I try. I get up and I try to get him out of the way, thinking I'm, he's trying to get me up for school, and I'm late, so that's why he's making all the racket. <laughs> because I hadn't put my glasses on, so I can't see anyway. Right. Because I've been blind since ever. And then you know he, he's like, no, no, I, I caught this. In, I caught this in your room. You know, put everything back together, and he's like, you know, it's all right. I lay down and go back to sleep. The next morning, I wake up. And I started telling mom that I had the craziest dream that dad caught a snake in my room. She's like, no, no, he actually did. <laughs> oh, okay then. Old Cajun Joe, yeah. the snake handler. Get, uh, between that and him getting bit by him, I swear. God, did what's I, his, did I show What's you? his retirement plan? Is he done yet? <sighs> He's trying to be. But <laughs> I swear, did I sh dang, I didn't show you the picture where he freaking, he just tore a dang muscle in his arm and his whole arm. I'm going to send it to you while I'm thinking about it. So you, I want to hear your reaction to this thing. God, oh it's, boy. It's rough. What was he in a crawl space or something? I have no idea. Just read his caption here in a second. 
I mean, it's awful looking. <laughs> what, was he working? Of course he was working. <laughs> oh, God. I know, right? <laughs> His whole arm is purple. It's terrible. <laughs> so, I know we talked about it. My dad's 80. I didn't know tearing a muscle would do that. Well, it, it, it may when you're 80 and you still work like you're 18. God love my dad. He's he's going to live to be 150, I swear. You know, yeah, I mean, his he whole is, you talk arm about is in, in the crease there. Is, I know, it's awful. It's like, is that his bicep, I guess? Yeah, that's what I'm assuming. It's like his, his left bicep. Ugh. It, it looks like he got hit with a baseball bat. Yeah. <laughs> he said, and it says, what happens when you lose control of what you pick up? He's yet to answer me what <laughs> nail he picked up. Huh. God, Dad. I swear. Yeah, he's he's a beast. We're trying to get him situated with his uh his mini split troubles. Oh, jeez. I, th- I know he he drove and got his he drove and met the guys halfway from Hickory and picked his heads up today. He's done. <laughs> He's done. Well, when he sends his tech out there, or when they go out there to change him, we got to make sure the wires aren't crossed. Yeah. And everything else. That's possible. It is possible. Multi-head system, you crisscross to. It doesn't give any codes, but they just, one works, one might overcool, and the other one kind of frees up a little bit, maybe sweat real bad, because... It's not actually on, but there's Freon going through there. So I think that may be what's going on. But when you tell somebody who's put in a shitload of mini splits that they may have their wires crossed, they don't like that. No, and <laughs> old Cajun Joe has put in a shitload well, and it, of mini splits. It, it was his, it was his installer, you know. Who, we gotta have well, him on I know, the show. I know. Right. I don't. If I had a nickel for every time we've said that, I'd at least have a dollar by now. Yes. Or for every episode we've said that in, I at least have. A I told him. I said you might have your wires crossed. He's like, man, let me tell you something. I went, oh, here we go. It's <laughs> like, look, I'm not saying I'm not I'm not. Saying. And I always have to tell him, look, I've done it. Trust me, I've ran. You know. When I was working on Steve Harvey's house in Atlanta, I had to run like we had to extend because we moved the outdoor units down the hill and around to the back of the house. We ran seven line sets, extended them. You don't think those got crisscrossed? Oh, yeah. Like, grab that in, grab over here. Then you got two guys doing it. And then the, even though you got it taped together, like, what unit they went to, it, it just, it got crisscrossed. Like, it's going to happen. And uh, I finally, when I talked to him a little more, he's like, you know, I mean, it could be, it could be possible. I'm just saying, I don't think it is. I'm like, can we check it before you change all the heads out? I'm just trying to save you some work. No joke. You can undo if you can undo four screws and switch two wires uh, rather than change two heads. Mm-hmm. Let's attempt that first. Just saying. 
So yeah, we'll circle back on that. We need to make sure we circle back on these. I had a listener say, y'all never did the uh, service call on Ryan's chair. Y'all were supposed to fix it. Dude, what's so funny is I said that the other day. And I, we hadn't just, heard it, I hadn't heard a squeak yet. <laughs> and then, no, it's it squeaked when I got up to get my beer. But I, I feel like yeah, that one's I mean, a gimme because I'm turning around and everything else. But Right. No, you've done good. Well, and I've also yeah. I've tried to maintain appropriate uh, mouth-to-microphone distance for this episode <laughs> as we have been working very hard to make sure um, the volume on my mic is not pingy and weird. Uh, we're getting there work in progress work in progress so uh, well yeah alright this is this is a good one I think it's a good one uh, it's a good show we got a lot covered we did good time so we got to circle back with uh, if you say circle back one more time Mountain I'm going to call you a democrat on live podcast circle <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> I won't insult you. Uh, that's horrible. Um, and we just lost 25 customers. Oh, well. Um, yeah, so we got to... You can bleep it out later. I'm gonna we'll come back here. with the... The axe throwing f- final. Where I, where I stand on axe throwing. Where I stack up. And uh, the mountain mini split. Nightmare. Mountain mini split nightmare. Maybe nightmare. we'll uh, s- <laughs> see if we can fix that before we uh, get back on here. Well, everybody, as always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for the feedback these last couple of weeks, helping us keep improving the show. Follow us on Facebook. Find us on Instagram. Listen to us wherever you hear your podcast: Pandora, iHeart, Stitcher, Apple. Google, all of them, we're there, except for a few. Yep. We're, we're working on it. Uh, but thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good week. Crush it, HVAC crew. Yep. See y'all next time.